Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries podcast and video. <laughs> you can find us over on YouTube um, and tell your friends and family. Uh, we're over there as Terry Mize Ministries. And then, of course, any platform that will allow you to play podcasts, you can find our audio on. And then, always, terrymize.com. There you can find our website. You can find our ministry schedule. Any kind of product that we have to offer will be there as well. And you can leave a testimony, a prayer request, and then also um, there's a giving uh, app there as well. So we just look forward to hearing from you and let you know that we are always ready to minister to you, love on you, and tell you good things from the Word of God that we know are the truth, right? Absolutely. <laughs> the truth, capital yeah, T. Capital T-R-U-T-H. Mm. And so we are going to talk to you today about God's favorite subject. Again. Again. <laughs> We've been talking about supernatural missions, and I've told two or three stories about that, about how that uh, we were down in Mexico as, as young missionaries and uh, people would even ask us, Terry teaches on missions. And I told the Lord, I said, I don't know how. I know how to do missions. I don't know how to teach on it because I don't want to do what the missionaries that I've seen all my life I don't, and come in the church. I, I don't want to do what they did. And uh, I need the word. And so God gave me a, a right. message right. that I call seven Bible principles for missions because they were Bible-based, Bible reasons. If you're a word person, you'll be a world person. And, and so they're, right. they're Bible reasons why you should be involved in missions, why I should be involved in missions, why a pastor should be involved in missions, right. why a church should be involved in missions. We, we, we can't opt out of the system. Every believer no. <laughs> is a missionary. That's We're right. either a goer or a sender. sender. Uh, Renee and I get to do both. We get right. to be goers and senders. That's right. uh, we send uh, money to a lot of places that we, we don't go to, and yet we go to a lot of places. You know, I, I've always uh, used a little phrase that, that uh, the British Empire used to use back in the day when Britain rule the world uh they used to say the sun never sets on the british empire right and so i've always said well the sun never sets on my missions giving uh, i've got i've got when i'm asleep and at, asleep at night the sun's shining somewhere where i've around the world where that's i've right. got missions money working that's right and so we Thank don't want God. the sun to ever set on our missions giving our missions money our missions activities and missions is the only cause that counts it that's really right. is god's favorite subject it's it is the thing jesus died for and all the apostles died for and uh, we don't want you to die for it but we do want you to pray for it and give <laughs> money to right. it amen that's right that's and so right. uh, you know i don't know it all uh but i do have a real deep and a real true concern that the vital place of missions in the church of Jesus Christ today somehow be uh, reinitiated, re refired up, That's restarted, right. rekindled, uh, that, that uh, uh, missions has a vital place in the church. No, that's but as right. we said on our last podcast, it, it's been relegated down and down and down to, to use tea bags and old dirty clothes barrels. And uh, I had a pastor one time brought me in his church and gave me a whole 
bought whole a barrel of vitamins. He said, I've been waiting for you to get here. I want you to take these vitamins. I said, Pastor, I'm so sorry. I just don't do that. Yeah. I said, I'll, I'll recommend you missionaries that do. I'll recommend you missionaries that do take old clothes and do take vitamins and do take stuff like that. I said, I just take the gospel to people. I said, I take, right. I take the thing that will help them change their lives and minister to them. And the Christians, I teach them the word so, so the word of faith so they know how to uh, live victorious on planet Earth. And then the sinners, we get them saved so they don't go to a devil's hell. So that's what I spend my time doing. I'm not against those other things. I just uh, uh, will recommend you to some, some people that do it and be happy to do it. That's right. That's so, right. Anyway, but anyway, so uh, in, in these points that the Lord gave me uh, that I knew had to reach people and touch people. And I said to you in one of the other earlier podcasts about this, that uh, uh, that if we're word people, we'll be world people. And that why I said to the Lord and to this older missionary gentleman uh, that was trying to help me and told me I had to make people feel guilty. I said, I'm not going to do that. And I said, why can't I just take the word on missions and the word on giving, the word that God gave us, this, this Bible. Right. You know, Jesus said of the Bible, he said, it testifies of me. That's right. Paul said of the Bible, he said, he said, he said, these scriptures, and he's talking about the Old Testament. He said, these scriptures are able to make us wise unto salvation. And so we need to take this That's Bible amazing. that testifies that God gave us, that testifies wise. of his son and take it to the world and tell people how to get saved, be That's saved, right. serve That's God, right. uh, miss hell, go to heaven and to live victorious on planet Earth, to be prosperous, to be blessed, to be helped, to be healthy, to raise their kids. That's right. uh, this word will do it all for you. No, that's right. So so as I was praying and the Lord gave me these these these, these points uh, that, that I believe will bring the church back to the very reason for the existence of the church, namely getting the gospel to the world or getting the gospel of salvation to one more man, one more woman, one more That's boy, right. one more girl. That's so right. point number one is, is God instituted it. You ought to believe in missions. You ought to be involved in missions. You That's ought to right. pray for missions. You ought to go to missions. You ought to give to missions because it was God's idea. It's not a church idea. That's right. It's a God idea. It's not a man idea. It's a God idea. It's not a it's not a human uh message. It's no. a divine message. No, no, no man thought of evangelization of the world. Not even the great apostle Paul, not even Billy Graham, not even T.L. Osborne. Right. Uh, no great evangelist thought up evangelization. Mm -mm. No great evangelist thought up getting the gospel to the world. Its source was the heart of God himself. Right. And Jesus Christ, his great missionary, God's great missionary, God's great apostle that he sent to the world. An apostle is a sent one. That's right. Jesus was sent Certainly by sent. God <laughs> to a foreign land. Uh, and he and he left his home, his family, his, his money, his luxury, and all that was dear to him. He left all that and came to a foreign land and began to preach the good news or that's preach right. the gospel. That, that's, right. that's, that's what an apostle does. And Jesus did it so well, representing the Father and showing us that the, the Father's love. And so that's, to me, the confirmation, and that is that he would leave heaven and he would come to the earth. 
and he would represent the Father, and he would show us the Father's love. Don't you want to be in this family? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, missions is the oldest ministry yes, in the it Bible. Is. Yes, it, it started is. in the Garden of Eden. Yes, because it when did. God walked in the garden one day and Adam and Eve weren't there, and he said, kids, where are you? Right. Then he right. started looking for the kids at that point. So mission started in the Garden of Eden. It's the oldest ministry in the Bible, and it's the most honorable ministry you can possibly be involved in. And we, we the church, have got to change our mindset about missions. That it's right. not the lowest thing, the cheapest thing, the thing that's left over that, that hey, God, if we, if, if we have any time left today after we get through with all the important stuff, we'll give to missions. If mm -hmm. we have any money left over after we do all the important stuff, we'll give to missions. No, no, no. Missions is the important stuff. Right. Right. And if we will get hooked up with God and start giving to missions and praying for missions and being involved in missions and realize that God instituted, it was his idea. No right. man thought this up. God thought this up. Then God will bless us accordingly. And uh, I, I remember Brother Kenneth Copeland told me decades ago, he said, Terry, he said, you know, we, we've discovered that as we give out of this ministry, he said, seems like when we give to missions, God gives us our return faster. Yes. And I said, well, duh, you know, God, <laughs> God's interested in missions. I mean, he's interested right. in everything, but missions is the thing that uh, that he's involved in. And so when you start getting involved with what he's involved in, then he gets involved with you. Well, he does. And it's like everything else in the, in the body of Christ. There's a, there's a system that God has and everything feeds into something else. And so as, as people are saved and then they want to come together and study the Bible more, and then they want to be able to invite more people. And if one mm -hmm. thing starts feeding into sure. another, and so then you end up having to have a church, and then you want to have a pastor that can teach, and then you want to have something uh, to train the children with, and why are we doing this, and why do we... I mean, there has to be a purpose sure. for Always why we're going to get out of bed on Sunday morning, bathe the kids, get everybody ready, drive across town, sure. <laughs> and come into a building. And it can't just be the bless me club concept of the local church. There has to be fire in our bones, like you say, and it has to be about something bigger than, um, am I going to feel good when I get there? No, exactly. you know? So point number one, God instituted it. Point number two, uh, it's the central theme, Renee, of the Bible. It's absolutely the thread that runs so true throughout the entire Word of God, Old Testament and New alike. It is the central theme of the Bible. You could go in, you, you could go in tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of libraries around the world, and you could find volumes of books about man's search for God. But the Bible is a book, God's book, about God's search for man. That's right. what this whole Bible is about. It's the central theme of the Bible That's is right. to redeem man to God, That's to right. get God, to get man back to God, to introduce man to God, to let God be God right. in man's life. Right. And so, and so, it's uh, uh, missions, world evangelization, uh, soul winning, helping people, whatever tag you want to hang on it. It is the thread that runs so true. Starts in the Old Testament, all the way to the New Testament. And in fact, if you go to the Bible and you take the first five books of the Bible, the Law, the Pentateuch, we call it, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, you're going to find missions in 
the law. You're going to find missions in those first five books of the Bible. Then you get out of those, you get out of those first five books of the Bible, uh, get out of, uh, uh, of the law and you get into the historical books. Mm -hmm. Again, you're going to find missions. You get out of the historical books into the poetical books. You're going to find missions. In fact, Psalms two, uh, eight says, ask of me. And I'll give you the heathen, heathen for your inheritance in the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. Find that in the Old Testament. So, uh, yeah, the poetical book. So, uh, Psalms 96.10 says, say to the Lord, excuse me, say to the heathen, the Lord reigns. That's right. You know, when you find in the Bible that it says to say something, you need to say it. No, that's right. And when you find that it says the to Lord do something, reigns. you need to do it. And it says there in <laughs> Psalm 96.10 that we should say to the heathen, the Lord reigns. You know, that's there's right. an anointing in that. Yes. I mean, if is. you're out there with the heathen, you just say the Lord reigns. There's an anointing on that because God right. said to say it. So anyway, you get out of the poetical books and get into the major prophets. You're going to find missions. Right. You get out of the major prophets into the minor prophets, as though they're not very important. That's not what that means. Uh, you're going to find missions. Uh you know, Solomon Solomon said, uh, uh, Lord, even those that are afar off, right. that they may come in and receive of what we have. That's missions. That's so wonderful. Even that great blood covenant right. that God cut with Abraham that we all love to preach on out of Genesis 12 and Genesis mm -hmm. 17, mm -hmm. uh, that God made this blood covenant with Abraham. Even in that blood covenant, there was missions, Renee, because God said this to Abraham. He said, when you go to war and you're fighting against the enemy, and uh, you win against them, and you take them prisoners. Right. He said, if you will go in and circumcise those prisoners, then they will become heirs to my covenant. What a gracious God. Isn't that God. amazing? Gracious, gracious God. just say, oh, no, Terry, the Old Testament just says. that any should perish. People say to me, Brother Terry, the Old Testament is just for the Jews. It's not for Gentiles. It's just for you. No, no, no. God said to Abraham, if you'll circumcise those, those heathen, those those Gentiles, if you'll those Philistines, those those bad guys, if you'll circumcise them, right. which was a token of God's covenant with Abraham, he said, then they'll be partakers of my yeah. God is God's always looking for a way to get people in. Right. He's not looking for a way to kick people out. No, that's right. That's you know, sometimes the, the church is looking for ways to kick people out, but God's always <laughs> looking for a way to bring right. people right. in. And so anyway, so you get out of the you get out of the uh, major prophets get out of the minor prophets and get into the New Testament. All you have in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are the missionary accounts of the world's greatest missionary, Jesus Christ. That's right. That's Thank all you, you have in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. If you took if you took missions out of the Gospels out of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you wouldn't have much. No, that's if right. If you took helping people, lifting people, loving people, miracles, healings. Right. Out of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you wouldn't have much. <laughs> you wouldn't have much because that's everything took, Jesus if, was and doing. And if you took it out of the book of Acts, you wouldn't have much. If you took it out of the epistles, you wouldn't have much. <laughs> uh, if you took it out of the church today, you wouldn't have much. That's how come you don't have much oh, in the my. church today no, because right. we've taken it out of the church. But you've got to have missions as the focal point, as the central point, right. that it's the central theme of the Bible. Hallelujah. It is the thread That's that right. runs the whole length of the Bible. That's right. So everything from Genesis leads to the Great Commission, and everything to Revelation leads from the Great Commission. It's That's all right. about missions. It's all Hallelujah. about winning souls. You remember when Jesus walked into the church and, and he took the scrolls there in Luke chapter 4 and verse 18? He, he took the scrolls and he started reading the scrolls uh, and it said it, he found the place where he was talked about mm -hmm. and it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Right. And he has anointed me. But notice he didn't say, he's anointed me to bless me. Uh -huh. 
He's anointed me for a new car. He's anointed me for a new house. No, no, no. He said he's anointed me to help somebody else. The anointing is always to help somebody else. That's right. And he said, the Spirit of the Lord's on me, and he's anointed me to, to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the sick, to, to set at liberty those that are bruised, to that's set the captive right. free, to cast out the devils. That's a busy schedule. <laughs> well, that's what we're that's anointed wonderful. for, is to reach yes. out to others. That's right. And so Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, missions. You get out of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John into the book of Acts, and all you have in the book of Acts is a missionary book. From verse 1 to verse last, it's a missionary book. That's right. In fact, the very title of the book, The Acts of the Apostles. Right. It's just, it's, it, you know, the book of Acts isn't over. No, it's it, not. We're writing chapter 29 today. It's, it's still going on today. Yes. So really, instead of calling it The Acts of the Apostles, we could call it Some of the Acts of Some of the Apostles. <laughs> some of the Apostles are still doing Acts today. Or you could call right. it uh, Some of the Doings of Some of the Missionaries, because some of the missionaries mm. still doing doings today. Mm. Did you know missionary is not a Bible word? Yes, I did know Missionary that. is not a Bible <laughs> word. You will not find the word missionary anywhere in the Bible. In fact, the only place you find the word missions and uh, missionary in the Bible is you go to the very back of the Bible and you look at the map section. And you look at those maps and there'll be little dotted lines here and there. And it says the missionary journeys of Paul. It's not in the Bible. It's not a missionary word. The, the, the word missionary comes from the comes from the Latin word mito, M-I-T-T-O, meaning one sent out or a sent one. Are I sin? Right. Well, the Greek word apostelos, where we get our word apostle from, means one sent out, or a sent one, or I sin. So a missionary is an apostle. Now, not every missionary is an apostle, right. although every apostle right. will be a missionary. Is that clear as mud? <laughs> no, that's I don't want to confuse <laughs> anybody. But, you know, if I was in, in Africa uh, doing a great crusade mm -hmm. and, and then God just moved and heaven bent low and kissed the earth and we got caught right in the middle of the smack and, and we had to have some help and we're going to go do another crusade and another crusade. And if I call back to the churches in America to my partners and I said, I need some help. I need some truck drivers. I need some truck mechanics. Right. I need some secretaries to type some letters. Yeah. I need some electricians to string the lights. Mm -hmm. I need some sound guys to run the sound. Well, those those people people would all be missionaries and and worthy of missionary prayer and missionary support right. but they wouldn't be apostles right see i'd be the apostle and they're helping the apostle to get the job done right and so they're ministry of helps but they are missionaries and they're worthy of missionary prayer and worthy of missionary support so that's why i say every missionary will be uh won't necessarily be an apostle but every apostle will uh be a missionary so you get out of the book of acts and get into the epistles and all the epistles are a great missionary statesman writing missions letters to missions churches. Peter, James, Paul, John, missionaries, everyone writing missions letters back to the missions churches wow, that they've right. planted and started and helped and are overseeing and so on right, and so right. forth. So, so that's why I say missions is the thread. It runs all the way through the Word of God from Old Testament to New. It is oh the central right. theme of the Bible. And every, every Bible scholar will tell you, I mean, Baptist, Methodist, I don't care who they are, if they're a Bible scholar and you ask them, what is the central text of the Bible? Mm -hmm. Every one of them will tell you John 3.16. Right. John 3.16 is the central text of the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish. They are perishing, but they should not. They should not perish, but have everlasting, everlasting life. life. Well, if John 3, 16 is the central text of the Bible, yes. then the Great Commission is the central theme of the well, Bible. Have I got you convinced to do missions yet? Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm a Praise believer. the Lord. Um, number three, Jesus commands it. Jesus commands it. It's not a, it's not a suggestion. 
It's a command. Right. It's not the great suggestion. It's the great commission. Great commission. But it's turned into the great omission because the church is not doing it anymore. The church has has turned and been convinced. And I think it's a devilish doctrine myself. Right. Uh, they've turned from winning the lost mm. to just teaching the taught. And they say, let's just make disciples. I say, what does the Great Commission mean? They say, make disciples. No, it doesn't. Right. No, 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 no. The Great Commission is reaching the lost. That's right. And Jesus oh, plainly yes. tells us that in the Bible. All right. So Jesus commands it. He said, go ye. Ye means you. Right. <laughs> ye doesn't mean somebody else. Ye means you. The Great Commission is the only commission. Uh, people tell me, Brother Terry, uh, I don't have a call to go. And I tell them, you don't have a call to stay. No, that's right. I can show you all you over the Word think, of God where you got a call that. to go. You can't show me where you got a call to stay. Now, don't take me wrong. I don't think every Christian ought to sell out and go uh, all their goods and go to some foreign country and begin to preach and be a missionary. But but you are a missionary. You need to do missionary prayers right. and missionary giving. You're right. either a goer or you're a sender. So if you're not a goer, that's fine. There's no there's nothing wrong with that. But you do need to be a sender. And, you know, Renee, uh, goers and senders are on the same team. That's right. People act like it's it, it's a, so. uh, people act like it's a, it's a one against the other, but no. it's not. Mm. The goer can't go without a sender. Right. The sender can't send without a goer. That's right. You know, you may be sitting here That's and so you're a businessman or a businesswoman <laughs> or a housewife or a, or a whatever church person you are, uh, and and you may have lots of money and you say, you know, I'd be glad to send somebody to the mission field. Mm-hmm. But what if nobody will go? If nobody will go, then you can't be a sender. On the other hand, what if I'm sitting here and I'm a sender and I say, I need to go. God's told me to go. And I say, here I am, Lord, send me. But nobody will send. Then I can't go. Because wow. I beat that system years ago. I just got to win anyway, and God took care of us. But but senders make the goer functional. Right. And goers make the sender functional. Well, it validates everyone's gifting and flowing. And, it, and I think it's very logical, rational concept of how really God does things. I mean, every joint supplies. Absolutely. And God has made the body to fit, Paul said in Corinthians. And so when we come together, um, it's that recognition that one can't do with that. Can the hand say to the foot, I have no need of thee? Right. You know. And so we just end up realizing that the body of Christ is a, is a wonderful functioning gift to the earth that and, God and has let sent. Me say this, this is a pretty strong statement, but let me say it anyway, because it is, it is a statement of truth. Mm -hmm. If a a church, a ministry, a person, an individual, a Christian mm -hmm. is not involved in missions. Right. Then they're simply out of the will of God. Well, that's it, a pretty it strong statement, so. but it, it, it's mm -hmm. they're they're simply out of the will of God. Now, five times Jesus gave us. I said Jesus commands it five times. He commanded it five times. He gave us the Great Commission. You know, we're sticklers as a word people. We're sticklers about things being established out of the mouths of two or three. Well, here's five times. Right. He gave it to us. Matthew 28. He gave it to, uh, starting in verse 19. He gave it to us. Mark 16, starting in verse 15. He gave it to us. Luke 24, 47. And he gave it to us in John 20, verse 21 and verse 23. And then he gave it to us in Acts 1, 8, five times. Whenever Jesus died and resurrected again, he only spent 40 days with his disciples before he ascended into heaven. That's I call true. that the last 40 days. That'd be a good title That's for a true. movie or a book, wouldn't it? The last 40 days. And in those 40 days, Renee, he only said one thing specifically in the book of Matthew, in those whole 40 days mm. that Matthew bothered to write down. 
He only said one thing specifically that Mark bothered to write down, and it was the exact same thing that Matthew wrote down. He only said one thing specifically that Dr. Luke wrote. Now, Dr. Luke wasn't there originally. He didn't hear Jesus say this. He did an interview with the other disciples, and so he wrote uh, the book of Luke based on interviews from the other disciples and from people that had miracles and things like that. But here's what here's what Dr. Luke wrote down was in Luke 24, 47. He said that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name in all nations beginning at Jerusalem. So there's the Great Commission in Luke. That's the that's Matthew, Mark, Luke. That's three yeah. times. Then John 20 uh, and, and, uh-huh. and 21 and 23, All Jesus said, as my father sends me, even so send, send I you. Me. There's the great commission in, in John. And then he says in verse 23, now whoever sins you remit, they'll be remitted. And whoever sins uh, you retain, they'll be retained. Right. The Great Commission. <laughs> Acts 1 8, Jesus astounding. said, before Jesus departed astounding. and went into heaven at the book of All Acts, he said to the disciples, Now, you're sins. going to receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Now, wow. what's that power for? It's not just to speak in tongues. It's not just to pray for people. It's not just to go to Holy Ghost meetings. It, he said, Here's what this power is for. You'll be a witness to me mm-hmm. in all Judea and Samaria. And the uttermost parts of the earth get the gospel to the world. So the Great Commission is fivefold. Jesus commands it. That's why you should believe in missions. That's why you should be involved in missions. That's why you need to pray for missions, why you need to give for missions. I'm talking real missions, Bible missions, not just uh, little outreaches that the church does sometimes and, and, and calls it missions. Amen. Amen. Get the gospel <laughs> to the world. Now, I've only got a couple of minutes here, but let me let me make this important statement, um, if I can. Uh, the reason the church got hung up on that word disciple, make disciples, is because in Matthew 28, when Jesus said, go into all the world and teach them whatever I've taught you. Well, if you somebody about 15 or 25 years ago went into a concordance and looked uh, about that word teach, and there's about 15 definitions for it. And one of those definitions says, make disciples. So people got all excited and started preaching that as truth that it's all about making disciples, but right. that's just not true, Renee. One of the other one of the other definitions is make Christians. Right, go into all the world, and make Christians of people, and um, so they say. Well, Terry, it's not reaching the lost, so the church is just quit reaching the lost. They say it's it's making disciples, teaching somebody to be just like me. God forbid, God forbid, God forbid. But I can prove to you through those other through those other scripture references I gave you, that he's talking not about teaching Christians. Nothing wrong with teaching Christians. I hope I'm doing that today on this podcast. But uh, that's not missions. That's That's not the Great Commission. That's That's just simply preaching and the outreach of the church, and you're supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. But he said in in Mark's gospel, he said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. What's he talking about? Damned to where? Hell. For how long? Eternity. He's very plainly talking about reaching the laws, reaching people that are going to hell. Then in Luke's gospel, he uses the word repent, and he uses the word remission of sins. He said that repentance and remission of sins, 
sins, Luke 24, 47, uh, must be preached in all nations beginning at Jerusalem. So he, he's talking about sinners, That's remissions right. of sins and repenting. Then in John, Jesus said, whoever sins you remit are remitted and whoever sins you retain mm -hmm. are retained. And then, of course, in Acts 1, 8, he says, go to all the world, including Samaria. Now, right. in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus told the disciples, don't go to Samaria. But now he's telling them, go to all the world, including Samaria, Hallelujah. so they won't go to hell. Yeah. And I'm out of time. Well, with all of this today, I believe you realize how important preaching the gospel is. And that's why we're on here trying to help and give you re- focus, refiring, <laughs> all of these wonderful things. Terry and I have got to go right now, and but we love you. We're praying for you, and we always want to remind you that you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. God bless you. Bye-bye.